Sergeant Span Show podcast, Q106FM.com is where you can find it. It's probably where you're listening to it. Unless you got it on Spotify and nowhere else yet because nowhere else has confirmed to have it. Isn't that right, Art? I don't know, okay? I don't know. Uh, you say that, but yet I don't think you have the stats to back that up, that it's not on the things that we're talking about. And like literally, Apple Podcasts. Is well, we don't. We else. each don't have an iPhone because you made me switch to, to uh, Pixel. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I rescued you from nonsense. That is true. I'm telling you, man. I thought, okay, when I got this phone, I was like, I'm gonna hate it. And before I even got it, I was like, I'm gonna hate it. But you know what? It's cheap. I can't afford anything else. <laughs> I love this phone, dude. I know. Like, I will never go back to an Apple product again. Ever. I know. And it sucks because, like. Everyone else has an Apple phone. That's incorrect. Like, well, everyone else that I associate with as far as like talking to my children. You need better friends. The people that I use to communicate with my children have iPhones. You should update them. Oh, I should tell them, hey, don't worry. I'll buy you a, I'll buy you a Pixel phone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, um, no, making the switch was awesome. It's been an adjustment, like anything. Yeah. Like, I have a MacBook still, and I love my MacBook. I'll yeah. never get rid of it. When it comes to computers, I love Macs. When yeah. it comes to phones, this battery alone, I literally don't have to charge this thing all day. I can use it from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed if I want to, and I have no problem. The benefit is, is that if I do want to charge it, it takes about an hour to fully charge it because yeah. it has a rapid charger. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that like, and you can customize it. So like I have like a, uh, a, a, a is it a layer or a theme that I put over the Android uh, OS to where it's different than what a normal OS looks like. So like that's my front and everything, but yeah, I love it. Um, it's great. Now it's weird because it's like adjusting to using an, a friend's iPhone or something. You know, like when they bring it to you and they're like, yeah. hey, can you take a picture? And it's like, I don't remember this thing. Yes, because that's <laughs> that's the problem with Apple. Like Apple has like a programming language mm -hmm. where like the, the GUI or the graphic usable interface yep. is like you have to learn how Apple does their coding by playing with their products and then you kind of understand how their products work yeah. and then they become a different kind of intuitive. Google and other Android properties make their stuff intuitive to you. Right. So it's like, and Google's especially good at it. Like they make stuff so customizable and easy. It's crazy. Like, yes. and I don't, I'm not here trying to say, make this an ad for Google Pixel, but the minute I picked up my Google Pixel and started uh, fumfering with it, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, uh, you nailed it with the customization. Like you really, what, what you can do with this phone, it's crazy. And yes. like, I love the little things like the thumbprint in the back. So it doesn't take yes. up the front at all. Yes. So it's all the screen. I like how when I take pictures, it, it, the, the quality of it is insane. Yes. It's insane. There's just so many things. And I mean, I've used this phone, uh, you know, at work all day and then I'm using it all the way home and it's just like I have no problem with the battery. I have no problem with anything with this phone. I have no complaints whatsoever. It's it's a really great phone. Um, so the other day we interviewed Gucci Berry and uh, that to me, like no joke, just to do a quick recap, one of the most fun moments I've had in my radio career. That guy, Oof. like, and the thing is, is he posted about us. I don't know about you. I jumped up like 100-something followers just for him tagging me. It was I, awesome. I jumped up by 100 followers and got two people to hit me up to put their uh, mixtapes on the air. 
Of course you did. Yeah, I was like, I heard of this type of Instagram culture where this is pretty mm-hmm. common. And I was like, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like the minute I saw that he tagged us, I was like, oh, it's going to happen. And sure, it didn't even take an hour. No, no. The first one it's... came like literally like 40 minutes. And it was like, hey, uh, I got a mixtape. I've been rapping for nine months. No, skip yeah. that. I'm I'm saying exactly what he said. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> let's I'm calling up the, the I'm calling up the message right now. Oh, uh, okay, that's not the right account. What happened? Did okay. you accidentally upload a dick pic or no, something? No, my. That's you, like, the look on your face was like you saw some sort of nudity, and you were like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." <laughs> no, I said, "Oh my god, is this?" Oh, okay, I got all the questions on what's going on in my in my. Okay, this dude. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna use his name, but here it was he goes, "May I get an interview from my fans?" And so I respond, "Of who?" <laughs> he goes, "Nah, I'm saying." Can you guys interview me for my fans? Now, first of all, when you go to this dude's account, stop it. He has nine thousand six hundred ninety-seven people who follow him. Okay, and I'm like, what? I'm like, interview? What do you? What are you talking? About? He's like, I make music. I'm like, what kind? He goes, rap, hip hop. Now, why would you continue to entertain this guy when you're not going to interview him ever? Like for this moment right here, <laughs> for this moment right here, right? I was like, nope. I rock for. I work for a rock station. He goes. Oh, I was just wondering, JW, because you interviewed my cousin Gucci Berry. Oh, now it's his cousin. Exactly. Huh? I said, gotcha. He said, thanks, though. Ugh. All good. Then pause. Like, because okay. I, I, I thought about it, and a couple hours later, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I know he's lying, because his face dark as hell, and I've seen Gucci Berry. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> nah, man, I need to see some, I need some receipts. I need so some I credentials. Like, I was like, you really his cousin? He's like, yeah. I was like, ready through who? Uncles, aunts, or what? He goes, aunt. I'm like, interesting. He goes, facts. <laughs> I'm like, nah, nah. Wasn't, I mean, w- uh, could you admit, or can you admit now that Gucci Berry is one of the most interesting people you've ever met in your life? Oh, boy. Like, and it's not so much, it's, okay, it's not Gucci Berry per se. Mm-hmm. It's the relationship between Greg and Gucci yeah. Berry. Yeah, That whole thing was fascinating. Yeah. Like, talking to them and learning how they got started and what they're doing, absolutely interesting. But... I have also experienced that same kind of relationship in like kink culture. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, I'm not going deep down as well. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't. I see bondage and submission relationships what are you where like at? one is like massively dominant and the other is submissive. And it's like, it's weird. So you're saying that like Greg kind of tells Gucci what to do and Gucci yes. does it. Yes. And yeah. Because Gucci think is totally the type of dude who's like, who, who's like, Gucci was that kid on the playground. Who Could you like, imagine a little Gucci oh, man, with totally his tattoos? Little chubby belly, <laughs> like with the tank top that don't go all the way down past the navel. And someone's like, hey, Gucci, or hey, young Gucci, are you hungry? He goes, yeah, I was like, hey, I have a piece of pizza with a booger on it. Would you eat it? He goes, yeah. <laughs> and he eats it, and everyone's like, ew, gross. And he's like, okay. I definitely I definitely think that that interview, um, it brought us closer together. I feel like uh, it brought me, you, and Terry closer together in the sense of we uh, we looked at another man's junk all together <laughs> in a really weird <laughs> Unity through suffering? Yeah. That it is? It was, man, like that color. 
That's not a normal cut. The, no. It was uh it was fun, man. And he it, pulled him out and he just kept pulling him out and out and out. And yeah. I was just like, like I couldn't like I couldn't walk around on earth no. like with that. Like no. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to the hospital and whatever behavior brought me here cannot be repeated. It's just weird, man, because like that whole like his whole world and his whole like realm of what he does for a living is yes. just so fascinating to me. It's such yes. a like it's definitely nothing that I would ever do. There is not enough money in the world to get hit with a sledgehammer and the you know what or a, a wrench or a I was looking, he used the turkey. They had this mechanism where it hung from the ceiling and floated a turkey down and hit him right in the, you know, like not an actual turkey, but it to cook like a frozen turkey. And I'm like, oh my not God. enough money in the world. <laughs> like, no. Like I'm sorry, slow slow down. You can't go past that yes. and not they hit him in the gones yeah with a frozen turkey yeah and they had it like on this thing on this like thing that swings back and forth and yeah it's like man that that like props to whoever came up with that that's brilliant i'm guessing it was greg because greg doesn't ever have to suffer it's always through gucci berry but what really sucks is towards the end of that interview if you go back we had a plan to find Gucci Love and corporate shut it down. And it's like, man, I would love nothing more than to have it at like the loft and we have Gucci sitting up there and then there's like a wall in between them, a piece of drywall or a little curtain. And on the other side is three or four girls that want nothing more than to be with Gucci. And it's a dating game. I could see it in my head right now. And it just, it makes my game show host slash white trashness just boil like i just want that to happen i want him to find love too why gotta why game show gotta be white trash game showness is no the amazing. white trash part is the fact that <laughs> that, that it, me and you are coming up with it well me i'm coming up with you would help me like your co-host yeah, that was your idea take yeah, all that credit. but you know it's just like the we're gonna find gucci a wife like i don't know i just picture it's just so great i can imagine it being one of the most lovely experiences of my life just watching some of the questions Seriously. go down it would be it would it would go down in the annals yes the, the annals wait, what you're supposed to say annals you never heard the annals of history you never heard that no you <laughs> the words let me give you a little backstory okay so span likes to use big words and we oh were at lunch God. today, and he said something pontificating, or, or I don't even know what it was. It was some big word. And I just, like, I get, the second you say that word, you could talk oh. for another minute or two. I try, it's like I stutter over that word. Try It's like I'm does not compute, does not compute, does not compute, does not compute, <laughs> does not compute. And it's just like, I don't understand... I, I, I had I had three buddies in high school growing up, and they got to a phase where they wanted to use the biggest of words, and I'm just like, this is where we're going to fall off. Like, this is where I can't pay attention to you. Once you say a big word, you're not speaking my language anymore. It's just too much. The whole point is, the whole point I'm, I'm trying to make before you got hitched up on the annals, aka annals of history, is the whole idea that, like, what would go down? Who keeps calling you? It's label reps. It's Thursday. And I no, got a lot you of tell them, and Tell them you're busy. I just don't I'm pick so up. sick and tired of them getting in the way of us. Didn't you pick up a phone call while we was out having lunch? That would be a yes. You picked up the phone call on the way to lunch. 
You don't eat while you're talking. You don't well, talk I had while you're insurance. eating. I had to get my insurance stuff together. Well, corporate. I had to ask my wife if she knew anyone who wanted to go see MC Hammer. I'm, I'm, what? Yeah, MC Hammer's having a concert. When? Uh, Tomorrow at, <gasps> at DTE. Do you want to go? I'm thinking about it's it. MC Hammer, Coolio, Bismarcky. It's the whole lineup. That's like that's like the well, nineties I grew up with. But anyway, I was asking yeah. I was asking her what she. Uh, 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 anyway, it doesn't matter. So you picked up the phone, a little miss sensitive about me getting phone calls. The whole point of this is that it would go down in history to have Gucci do a wedding. Well, I mean, not a wedding, like a dating show. Because mm-hmm. I could like the first image I had was of Gucci. Uh, <laughs> chewing on a chick's bottom lip with his gold teeth. That's okay. the first image that hit my head. And I was like, oh my God, man. That'll be fascinating. What's wrong? You just put certain images in my head that I don't. <laughs> you know what? We didn't ask him, though. And I wish I almost DM'd him and said, hey, man, how did you lose your top teeth? No, that's a question for next time because we're going to talk to him next time. I know. Man, like, I do you think that, like, do you think you would ever like want to hang out like outside of like doing work related stuff? Like I'd love to just go over and just play video games with him. Are you about to pull another fanboy? Okay, I'm the- sick and tired of this crap, okay? I met a guy that I talked to, and we had a great conversation for almost an hour. And I'm sorry if I'm forcing my friendship a little too early, Alfonso. I hope we roll together soon. You know, I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of living in a world where I have to hide my feelings 24-7. You know, and hide how I really feel about people. You don't people. have to hide and your feelings. love. Heaven forbid I say, oh, Gucci. We should hang out sometime, man. I just want to... I don't have a lot of friends, man. Give dude some time to kind of get used to our steez, man. Come on now. I just, like, literally, we just met the dude for the first time. You're like, let's, let's, hang out. let's play video games. I mean, I, honestly, straight up, I think that would be something glorious. I would love for us to like play some Call of Duty. I mean, and... I, and as competitive as I am, and as much as I hate losing, I would not mind losing to you and him and whoever else is there. Yeah, whatever. Like, whatever, uh, dude. Whatever. Oh, yeah, my cool. God, he's so sensitive. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something that I wish you would do for me, and that's follow you on Instagram. So there you go. I do follow you on Instagram. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I got a lot of followers in the past couple of days. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> No, man, part of me wants to just, like, hit him up and be like, yo, bro, like, I'm right down the road. Do you want to hang out? But I I don't want to be... And it's not because the dude, like, you got to understand, like, me wanting to hang out with David Gunn or whatever is because I appreciate his art. Me wanting to hang out with Gucci Berry, I just... He's 50-something years old. He's a little older than me. He's been around a little bit longer. I think he's got a son my age. But the thing is, is I just want to hang out with him. He just seems like a cool dude to just okay. come over and play video games. Okay, this is absolutely something that will happen in the future. Because, like, we're not that far from each other. And our interests are kind of mutual. Like, it's not at all outside the realm of possibility that we do hang out. You know what Who? I see happening? Me and you? Oh, my God. Like you, me, Gucci, Greg, and yeah. we go hang out somewhere. Go get meat. Go, go, go out to eat and go, 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 go get some chicken wings. Actually, there is the grid in uh in Old Town. What is the grid? The grid's a bar and a video game place. It's got like video game. It's like Dave and Buster's, but smaller and less like. The up next its own interview behind. that we do, I want to do it somewhere there. Like I want to do it at a place to where it's like hanging out with Gucci or something, and we're just like doing random stuff. 
I mean, that's awesome, but I don't want to do it like just to do it. Like, I want to, if we're going to do, if we're going to do we'll, an interview on a location, I want us to get paid for that, you know? Oh, well, listen, you're, you think that we're both the Ryan Seacrest of Q106, okay? These things take time, okay? And I just wanted to hang out with a dude that has all the face tattoos that I wish that I had. I just I, I I thought he was a cool dude, and I'm sorry for sorry for being so interested in the interview and the person that we interviewed that I'd like to hang out with them outside of work. I'll just keep it work related. I'll just keep it work related. That's fine. Yeah, no big deal. My work girlfriend is clearly like not. No, feeling because that right the now. second that I start showing, you know, Pete, it's the way that this society is. It really is. I'll be honest with you. What pisses me off more than all other is the fact that like people have to pretend. To like other people. Or okay, people have to right. pretend. I hate that. You're right. Actually, you're right. The idea that like you can't just show an interest yeah. and have that just be like that and then go from there. Like in order to cause see, like, okay. They say it's clingy or stage five clingy. It's yes. like no, I don't have a whole lot of friends for this reason because society has made it to where like I'm not supposed to uh automatically like somebody or i'm not supposed to automatically want to hang out I, screw that like if i think you're a cool person you know i just it makes me mad that's why uh, you know i i, I just it, it bothers me that's yeah all, I, that's I, I know that's i all. know but see that's that's just it if we were a more idyllic society idyllic being like ideal okay uh if we were more idyllic society we would like showing interest in what somebody does wouldn't be something that they would have to fear and be nervous of and avoid. It'd be something right. we could all just be honest and forthright yeah. about. Like you walk up to a girl like, hey girl, I think you're pretty. Can I go out with you? And she'll be like, I don't think you're that attractive, so I'd rather not. And no. you say, okay, that's perfectly understandable. <laughs> and then you go about your business. And then the next girl you talk to, you're like, hey, I think you're pretty. She's like, hey, I think you're pretty too. And then you go out. Like, in an idyllic world, that would be dating. And that would be how we pursue our friendships. It's like, hey, I like BJJ. And you say, hey, I like BJJ. You say, hey, how about we do BJJ together? And you say, yes, let's do BJJ. But, I mean... We're all negotiating the crappy sides of people we know. I'm just I'm, in order to maintain the relationships and the parts of people that we like. Here's the thing, though. Everybody just wants to be friends on social media, and that's it. Because it's easy. Because it's like, hey, why would I go out and try and be friends with this person in real life when I could just stay inside forever? And like, it seems like nobody. So, me and my buddy, I've got this buddy named Mark, and Mark and I met through my friend Tony. And Mark and I, uh, we actually had the Joe Rogan podcast in common, and we were at the bar, and right. uh, this is when we both drank, and uh, we we had some drinks, and we're like, man, you're cool, let me take your number, you know, and it was like a, an introduction to, to meeting a friend, and now we're the best of friends. I call him almost every day, I'm a ride home from work, we talk for an hour, we catch up, but it's like the art of talking on the phone, or the art of conversing with someone through the voice, uh, through voice, is so like non-existent correct people don't want to talk on the phone anymore people don't want to like everybody wants to stay at home and watch netflix and be bored and it's like with me like i as much as i could sit here and tell you i would love nothing more than to live in the middle of the woods by myself for the rest of my life and not Gross. be bothered i know i do need human interaction and not the same humans every single day i love my family don't get me wrong i know my wife doesn't listen to these podcasts so i could say whatever i want <laughs> but i'm just like until she does hear right. it and then you're in 4 months ooh. from now when she brings up this episode yeah, yeah i'll come and i'll come and walk you out of the doghouse for a minute but the thing is is it's like I, 
I want to build friendships with you. Like you and I are friends now. Yes. We've been working together for almost two years. It, wow, it, that's so surreal. It took a year and a half for us to both kind of break the walls and break the barriers and realize, man, we could do something with this and we could put something like this together. We have very similar but conflicting, but you know, same opinions about stuff and different opinions and personalities. And so it all works. But the thing is, is it's like I'm sick and tired of trying to force friendship on people. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why we're all in this society of just putting a wall up. But I'm guilty of it, too. I was discussing with my wife earlier um, about something, and I was like, yeah, I didn't talk to this person for, like, the first month, month and a half that I was there. And it was, I thought about it, and I was like, man, like, I was blatantly putting up a wall, but why? It's like, no one wants to talk to each other anymore. Well, it's because it's, all it takes, like, every, okay, you know what's funny? I liken it to like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I remember this girl I was talking to once upon a time, it's a long time ago, and like, we were flirting and stuff, and uh, I was like, hey girl, like, send me a picture, you know, you get to that point, I was like, yeah, I want to see some goodies, and she's like, I don't do that, and I was like, why not, she goes, well, then she tells me a story about how the guy she dated sent that picture after they broke up. Like she just sent him one. It was headless, but she was like in a in a see through bra and panty set or whatever. And she that she sent it to him. He loved it, whatever. They broke up like six months later. He sent it to her mom with a whole bunch of stuff saying how. Dirty. And now on, she's like, man. I don't do that to any for anybody anymore. Like yeah, I don't care who you I are. I get it. And see, and that's what happens. Like people are open. Like. People grow up. I mean, you know, a kid you grow up. You think everybody's awesome. Yeah. And then that one kid like shoves you in the mud after you tried to hug him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. And you could base it off of relationships too. Like people, that, you can't treat the current relationship that you're in like every other relationship because it's not. It's, no, it is most certainly but not. But the thing is, is I understand why people put their, their walls up and why they're so defensive. I get that. What I'm saying is this. If... Like with Gucci, for instance, and I guess it's learning how to form friendships because like the friendships that I've had, I've had for a couple of years now. I haven't had really any other ones, but I can understand how someone like him, he'd be like, dude, why are you messaging me? Like he did an interview with me and that's it. Like, you know, yeah. don't be weird. But I guess my whole life is being weird. Like for real. Like, I don't know how to. Hey man, like like you and I today. You don't say. Well, like but you, <laughs> but you and I today. I was like, let's go out to lunch. But I know you, so it's easy. You could either tell me f off, or you know, we're gonna go, whatever. Yeah. But it's just one of those things to where it's like, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing like, I, you don't need a million friends by any means. Oh, you don't even want a million. No, friends. no. Like I honestly, on I have three people, four people that I could hit up and have a conversation with. Like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. The rest, everyone's all acquaintances and stuff. Like, it's just like, okay, I know you through this person or whatever. But, like, I guess I just don't understand why reaching out to someone to want to hang out is considered, like, cringy or, like, oh, why would you do that? Or, oh, that's fanboyish. Because usually the people who do it are the ones who came to you. Like, you're on the radio. You've been on the radio for a while, right? Have you ever had a girl come up to you only talking about the things she thought you thought were funny on the air like everything she knew about are you serious (laughs) yeah no that's happened to me so many times and it's like when i was on the alternative station i remember this one chick um she was cute 
And she came after me like something hard on Facebook. She would show up to remotes. But her entire context of me was on the air. So she would talk about things I said on the air, certain ways I said them, certain yeah. things I referenced. And that was her entire understanding of who I was. And that was all she needed to be absolutely obsessed with me. The thing is, who I am on the air right. is kind of different from who I am in real That's life. That's the same thing. Yeah. She, but she wasn't even trying to get to know who Span really was. All she cared about was the span she knew on that station. Right. And that was weird. Like, I had never experienced that before. It's weird because, like, like you, you're not that person 24-7. Yes. You're but, not. You're but not that's s- what they want. That's what they know. So when, you, when, when people who've been famous for a minute have people approach them, like, that barely know them, like, hey, you want to go get something? It's like, ooh, what is this about? It, it sets them off. It sets off their kooky yeah. meter, you know? Yeah, because they think, again, that you want something or that you're yes. like, you know, and I understand that. Well, you do want something. You want their, their company and their potential friendship. The thing is, they don't know if they can trust you yet. Right. Because they've dealt with people who they thought they could trust and couldn't. Well, It's like we're all open as hell and kind as hell and fun as hell until somebody gives us a reason not to be. Yeah. And then we shut it down and then we develop our own ways and mechanisms of figuring out how we're going to let a person into our life. Each one of our methods is different. It's nuanced. It's yeah. unique. And it's like that's why when you when you send when you send like hey you wanna get together sometime to your boy in eight king eight one oh like he's like I barely know this fool like yeah, why is he doing this I know. now that doesn't mean you're any less authentic and earnest in your request mm-hmm. it just means I mean think about the music he produces and the fans that come to his shows okay yeah you automatically put a wall up exactly yeah. so and then this happens and he's like mm, I don't know about that. I just look what at what I think honestly straight up like in two or three years as your career continues to blossom and grow and stuff Aww. like I think it's distinctly possible y'all could do something like he'll be like and, and the funny thing you have to be like yo do you remember the DMs like it's it's got um, you might have deleted it yo, but bro, like, if we do something with them on the 17th like I'm gonna be I'm gonna like it sucks man because it's like you know how and this has become a common theme as far as like us talking about my own stupid stuff that I do. <laughs> but it's like you ever you ever send something and then you immediately regret it. That's what it was. Oh man, I got texts, I got I emails. That, oh, I got an email that almost got me fired, which I probably still have somewhere. Um I have I uh, want to know about that story. Now. Oh, I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you that uh Is that fired boss, here? Uh, huh? What? Fired here? Yes. Ooh. This is when I was full-time, okay. uh, brand-new music director for Q106, and my boss at the time uh, was Sherry Vegas, and she and I had a different philosoph. we had different philosophies on how the station should be run, um, and I, at that point, decided that I was going to call her out because her method, I felt, was ineffectual. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem was, I sent it via email, <gasps> so now there's a record. Oh. So she was like, you and I need to have a talk. And who, and uh, the GM of the building was CC'd. Now, the, the fortunate Ugh. thing for me is that the GM of the building, whose name I won't, well, no, screw it, Dave Johnson, okay? 
Dave Johnson was the kind of guy who had seen so much weird, egregious thing on radio. Like, Dave Johnson came up in radio when folks was doing cocaine on the air. Oof. Like, having lines of cocaine on the board was kind of part and parcel to being on in the morning or in the afternoon. It was during the same time when you could smoke inside the station, too. Not just smoke. Yeah. Smoke crack yeah, up in the station. They were want. just like, look, so long as he keeps getting those numbers, we ain't going to say nothing about whatever he's doing. <laughs> you see crack pipe berms on the board. The engineer's losing his mind because every time he opens up the board to clean it out, which happens once a week when usually he only needs to do it twice Ooh. a year, he's pulling crack pipes, crack rocks. He's got a couple of like bikini strings in there and stuff. And he's like, what is going on in the studio with my equipment? Like, so that's when Dave Johnson came up. So when she went to him with this and he was like, figure it out. Right. And he left it alone. But like, I mean, I'm pretty sure like I can't speak for her. I'm not in her head. But like, if I was in her position, I'd have been like, this fool gotta go. Like, well, how dare you question me like this on email? Yeah. How dumb do you have to be? But I feel like you learn through those lessons. Like, I've, I've told the story a million times about me drawing the male body part in the snow, and it got me fired from one of my first radio games. That is hilarious. And it's like, I... Is it because you drew it or because you posted it on social media? Well, according to the reason why I was fired, okay, so this was a station up in Petoskey. It was 106 KHQ. I worked there for about two and a half years, and um, I was working a weekend shift. We had to work mandatory weekend shifts for free. Oh, my yeah. God. So I was- Wait, wait, wait. Full, like, you had to be in the studio full I time? I was a salaried employee, but yeah, I had to be in there from either oh. 9 to 2 or 2 to 7 on either Saturday or Sunday. 9 to 2? Yeah, and we rotated shifts. So, like, when you went out and partied the night before- oh. The next day when you're like, 106 gauge, because you smoked a million cigarettes and drank a lot because you were depressed. Like, yeah. Right, so, right. <laughs> so the next day I go in and I most of the time was hungover because during that time I was probably, I think I was 22, 23 and I loved to drink. Oh, oh, yeah. So man. I would go in extremely hungover the next day and I would <laughs> half-ass the show. Well, I can say this now, but I couldn't say it at the time. Um, I almost got the news station guy there. He, so we had, we had a, a news branch for them, basically, like a building where they could put their stuff uh, and do you know shots against the green screen if they needed to. Right. It was kind of like a base for the news station up there. And there was a guy up there named Nate. He was uh, we became really good friends really fast. And um, I almost got him fired because I had him make a rap song. Uh, talking about white people on boats in Petoskey and how rich they were. And it was just like the most, it was like Lonely Island type rap. So it was that just. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. And then I played it on air. Ooh. And they suspended him uh, for a week with no pay and almost fired him because of it. So Wait, he, you got him to do the song and he got suspended. And he got suspended. Well, wow. ra you, as you know, radio and TV are two totally different. Radio is more fun, TV is more serious. Okay. And Talking about yeah. white people on boats in Petoskey, and it was this whole rap. That was, sounds hilarious. Yeah. White people on boats in Petoskey. Yeah, so he, I can hear. Oh, I, that, yeah. I can hear the beat already. Yep. So he got he got suspended with no pay, and then shortly uh -huh. after, it was like during the winter, he came in and visited me uh, after a weekend of partying, and I was doing my shift, and I was like, I'm bored, man. Let's go draw uh, penises in the snow, and we'll take pictures of them and say they're dinosaurs. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't pee in the snow. Oh, jeez. Here we go. We'll be back. I call them dinosaurs. Well, yeah, because then you can't get in trouble for saying penis on Facebook. <laughs> Give them some time. These things take time, people.
Oh, hey, you did start following me. Oh. Oh, just give it a second. You guys fast forward a little bit. Um. All right. So anyway, so I draw it. And actually, the one that I... Come on, Span. We got it. This is a 45-minute show. It's exhausting trying to do a show with you sometimes. Oh my God. Do you see what I deal with, people? Do you see what I deal with? And he can stop. I'm not that funny. That's the problem, is that I'm not that funny. Yep, here he goes. This is why we're never, we're never going to be able to do a show on the radio, because everything is timed on radio, and he does five minutes of laughter. He is impossible to deal with sometimes. This is when I wish that we had a sponsor. This episode is brought to you by... Okay, so anyway, laugh quietly. I'm turning your mic off. He's crying right now. Oh, my God. Well, there's our 45 minutes. Thanks for listening. So we go out there. We go out there. And uh, he draws one that's, uh, that's better than mine. So I decide I'm going to take a picture of his and post it as my own. And I do. Oh, my gosh. Oh my Should we take a break? Hurts. Should we take oh a break? You're sweating hurts. from laughing so hard. <laughs> my God. You are literally sweating from laughing so hard. You took a picture of his because it was better. Yeah, because it was better. Oh, dude. Oh, man, it hurts. Okay, so <laughs> I, end up, I end up posting uh-huh. it. And I say, look at what I did at work today. Uh, look at the picture of the dinosaur uh, I drew or something. I don't know. So then the uh, next day I get called into the office and my boss tells me, oh, man. you need to delete that ASAP. And I said, okay, is it a fireable offense? And he said, no. Okay. Oh, that's a setup. So I was like, okay. So I deleted it. The next day, I get called into work early. And when you get called into work early and you it's don't- because they don't want you to be there when everybody else gets in. Right. Well, the morning show was there, and my old PD, who was just doing mornings, was there, and I said, I think I'm getting fired. And he goes, wait, what? I said, I'll be back. So I walk upstairs, and I sit down, and it's me, my PD, the OM, the owner of the radio station. What? Yeah, and the lead salesperson. And they go, why did you draw that in the snow? And I said, because I was bored. And they said, okay, why did you do it? And I said, again, because I was bored. And they said, okay, well, that's destruction of company property, and you're on your third strike, and you're done. The other two strikes that I had, which I do feel really bad about these other two that led to me getting fired, was I put a post up on Facebook complaining about fat people that were lazy that uh, got handicap stickers. Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. It was stupid. It was <clears throat> irresponsible of me, and it was a lack of knowledge at the time of realizing <laughs> that not everyone that is overweight is lazy, but when you're 22 years old and you're wet behind the ears and you don't understand how the world works and you think that you're an entitled little punk that should be able to post whatever he wants on Facebook. You don't know you're an entitled little punk right. who go, who's going right. to go ahead and post yeah, everything It was Facebook. something that I look back on that, and it's so cringy because some of the stuff I was complaining about, I am part of now. You know, and it's like, 
it sucks because, but it takes those lessons to learn like, hey. Naturally, yeah. I learned, okay. The other thing that I did is, and I hope and pray that kids don't listen to this podcast, but if you are a kid and you are listening to this podcast, for one, go get your mother and have her smack you in the face. For two, please, the kids should not be listening to this. For two, <laughs> spoiler alert, okay? So on December 17th, I remember the day, I was once again bored at work and I told my old PD who was doing mornings, I want to get people riled up. What should I do? And he told me, he doesn't even work in radio anymore. He told me, he goes, you did not hear this from me. Oh, no. Oh, no. But if you want to rustle some feathers, get on air and talk about Santa not being real. And I ran with it. Oh, my God. And I went on air and I shared the story about when I was eight years old, how I found out Santa wasn't real. And if you want to find out how many people are truly listening to you on the radio, it's never oh. when you're doing something good. It's when you're doing yes. something bad. Yes. And they called in and they emailed and they texted and they called the studio and they called the office. <laughs> and I had my life threatened against me multiple times. And I had mothers and fathers screaming at me for an hour straight. And then my boss came and he had a stack of papers that were nothing but emails from the parent. <laughs> So I was already down the road of being a big, dumb idiot who didn't respect the career that I was in, nor the amount of volume you have when you talk about stuff on air. So yeah. when I drew that in the snow and they fired me, I walked downstairs. I told my old PD, who I'm still, I still talk to, um, I said, hey, I'm fired. It's been nice working with you. I'll see you later. Grab my stuff. They walked me out. And that was it. But I learned a lot through wow. that. Wow. I learned a lot. I learned that. Um, I mean, that drastically changed from there. I went to South Bend, Indiana and did radio and then Flint and then now here in Lansing. But I don't, there's only one Howard Stern. There's only one Bubba the Love Sponge. There's only one, you know, uh, uh, these jocks that know that they can be shocking and get away with it. Uh, you got to be careful, though. You got to remember, before Howard Stern became Howard Stern, he'd been doing radio for like a decade mm -hmm. plus. Remember, yeah. he had been a PD of a station for several years before then. Yeah. So it's like he knew the rules and what he could and couldn't get away with. Yeah. His difficulty was advertisers trying to shut him down. Right. And his bosses in his building not understanding that he was bringing them numbers. Yeah. So it's like, but you learn you learn yeah. real quick when you're low man on the totem pole doing nights and weekends that it's yeah. like you know, um, yeah. It was something that I mean I definitely learned from it. I learned. Wow, uh, dude, you call you went on the air talking about Santa not being real. Yeah. Woo. And still to this day, like, and they didn't fire you after that. Like mm -hmm. I'd have been like, yo, you gotta go. No, like, but that's really when the paper trail started. It started before that, and that's why, like, I always tell like new kids coming into radio or doing podcasting or whatever to get out. Don't be in no, radio. Stop it. <laughs> to be careful what you post and what you talk about because it will come back and haunt you. It will. Um, I mean, man, you just got to ride that line. And especially now in the times that we live in, that's why like with this podcast, we don't do a lot of swearing. That's like no. in this podcast, we don't do a lot of like, you know, being insulting or just being shocking or talking about politics. I don't give a crap. No, we can be shocking. We've done all those things. We've done a little bit of Respectfully. swearing. We, yes, because in the end, the content is the point. Yeah. Like, look. We both have pretty fascinating personalities. I'm not even trying to. Aww. I'm not even trying to couch it in some like, oh, well, I should be humble, man. Humility ain't never made no money for nobody anywhere. <laughs> like the whole point is, <clears throat> when it comes down to the things you aspire to be, we're both we're both smart, 
funny, interesting people. Say it loud for people in the and back. That <laughs> we're both smart, funny, interesting people. Call and my wife right now and tell her that I'm smart and no, funny. I'm not doing that for you. If you no. can't, if you ain't proved that in the house, I can't say nothing yeah, that's going to help I mean, you. That's true. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like when when you are providing content that is making people laugh and is entertaining, like that's that's the ball game. You can't let the swearing. You can't let like the goofy stuff you can't you can't let like trying to get strippers in the in the studio yeah. which would be fantastic man but that's but so all played out like that's so like that like no 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 just having strippers in the studio to get naked is played out having strippers in the studio for one purpose or another that's for an entertainment purpose could be fascinating if you do it right and that's the thing we you and i are both all about the fascinating we're not about the shtick we're not about well, the but, and that's we're why not I, about the jokes we're about making something that people are entertained by but that's why i think the the whole bringing gucci berry thing and worked because it, i mean it was absolutely fascinating the minute you suggested it i was like this has got to happen yeah and then you showed me some videos and i was like i don't, I don't, I don't know why like that's why when you said this was the most interesting person ever I was like, what I found interesting was their relationship dynamic. But that aside, like, I mean, it's there, a, there's a whole realm, as far as I'm concerned, of just fascinating stuff. Yeah, and Gucci Berry is definitely part of that. Even if I ha- if I'm like authentically perturbed by some of the behavior, like, I mean, you if you see, is is the video posted on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, if you look in the video and you go towards like it's the last like five ten minutes, right when he pulls his hair, yeah, like Greg grabs Gucci Bear by the hair and lifts him up off the chair, yeah, and Gucci Berry just kind of grimaces and takes it, and I was just like, yeah, and they were like, oh, you've done you know, like you've done stuff like that with your friends. I was like, not if I want to stay alive. Yeah, that was something when when he did that. I was like, man, he really he really grabbed him. Yes, he really yes. he wasn't playing around. I was like, okay, that's 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 who we're dealing with. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a it's an interesting world. It's an interesting I'm dynamic. Though. This is a keyhole. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna pull up a cushion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try and get, I'm gonna try and get a, a nail file so I can make that hole bigger. And I want to look all up in that world because it is just fascinating. Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm glad that I have no part of as far as like being the guinea pig that that gets hit in the you know water gets like no that's not those days are over for me like there uh, i still to this day hold a grudge against this girl that kicked me in the balls in the eighth grade what i will never forget i will always remember I can forgive sometimes, but I have a way of holding grudge, and it's nothing that I'm proud of. I mean, I should be a more mature person and be able to put my grudge aside. But this girl, she used to get her rocks off by kicking people in the, you know what? And she did it to me in the hallway the one day, and still to this day, I pray for her downfall. Like, because to me, that's not funny. I had a kid, I my one of my best friends, we were driving on the way to school, and he burped in my face, and I punched him in the face. Because there's certain stuff that just isn't funny. Not, if I was to if I was to come up to you right now and burp in your face, you had every right to smack me in the mouth. I just that's shove a, you away. That's a sign of disrespect that like you just don't do with people. I wouldn't even. I I don't take it as a sign of disrespect. It's a total se. sign of disrespect. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying I don't take it as disrespect. But what I do take it as is useless 
Like, why are you wasting my time burping in my face? Right. Like, I can't be cool with you if you burping in my face. It's just so gross. It's like, uh, to me, it's not funny. It's not like, oh, it's you not. really got me. Like, those jackass type stunts. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It, it's funny to watch somebody else do it. If, like, it's I think, funny if you're not on the receiving end of it. Yeah, What totally. I think what makes this show work is that you and I are tourists, not residents. Like we're tourists of a lot of different things. Like we like to we like to we like to go there for a weekend or a week. We mm-hmm. like to investigate. We like to go to the shops. We like to talk to people, but we don't want to live there. Right. Like this is just some stuff we wanna we wanna check out and like tell people about, but we don't wanna stay. Like, nah, like could you live in Disney World? Like no, really? God no. Exactly. I took my kid there and we stayed there for two hours and left because there was too many people there. Oh my god. And because this- I was there alone with a three-year-old like two and a half three-year-old man it was anxiety man how was the how'd the kid deal with it he liked it for the first hour and then he was like get me the hell out of here really yeah because when you're two three years old you don't give a crap your mind is going so fast yes you have to you're not waiting in line and we're it was 90 degrees it was sweaty it was hot like it was fun but it taught me another lesson that i don't have to be disneyland dad to be a good dad yeah you know right but it's like you learn all those lessons through trial and error, and mm-hmm. it's something that I just had to learn. Well, that's part of growth. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you tell people, you know, Santa doesn't exist, and other times you draw a penis. This is this known called dinosaurs. I, I just look at it, and I'm like, man, like I'm, I'm a completely different person than that guy who thought it was funny to. Well, yeah. And plus, when you got a family, you can't be doing dumb stuff like that. No. <laughs> no you can't be putting stuff. The minute you have your first child, all yeah. them ideas. It was th- after, though. Yeah, That's nah. the sad part is it took me like. like It took you your 17th child to realize <laughs> maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't put my career at risk. Maybe I shouldn't put my ability to bring food home. Yeah. Put that at risk. Not my proudest moment. But uh, so, oh again, God, thank you so man. much for listening to this podcast. We always appreciate it greatly. Um, and uh, spread the word. Tell your friends about it and everything. If you're new here from the Gucci Berry interview, uh, hopefully we didn't bore you too much. Okay. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure that you follow us on the social medias. We're really bad at updating our social media. Like we are terrible at it. I'm waiting for you to say, yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We're not horrible at social media. We're good at our personal social. Well, excuse- okay. Okay. Yes, we are. You're right. Yes. You're right. Yes. We're like we're not. We're nowhere near as active on social media right. as we should be, and yeah. we need to be more active. So we will work on that. Yes. But um, regardless, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You know what? I don't understand all these people that walk by and look at us like we're a freaking carnival sideshow. I'm closing the blinds for now. On podcast is over.